Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Don't just ride the index. Seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Hey parents, you're listening to the Project Parenthood podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Nanika Kaur, clinical psychologist and respectful parenting therapist. Each week I'll introduce you to the same respectful parenting practices that I use to help parents repair and deepen connections with their children. You'll get tips for cultivating more parental self-compassion, more cooperation from your kids, and more joy, peace, and resilience in your relationship with them. In today's episode, I'm talking about some first steps you can take toward turning over a new and more connected parenting leaf. Stick around till the end to hear about everyday ways to increase relational safety and connection with your kiddo. In Western culture, the new year typically brings with it desires to commit to new habits, recommit to current habits, finally tie up loose ends or repair previous wrongs. New families coming into my practice at the beginning of a new year are often determined to make a positive change in their relationships, starting with the relationship with their children. If you're interested in creating a more connected relationship with your child, it's important to focus on healing what may have been unconscious or unacknowledged ruptures in the relationship, increasing everyone's felt sense of safety, and learning and teaching ways to moderate and cope with big feelings and challenging behaviors. Let's look at each one of these in more depth. So try to create external and internal safety for your child. If you've historically used punishment, control, and coercion to try to force your child to comply with your demands and directives, your child may lean toward more fear-based, challenging behaviors because they're more hypervigilant about quote-unquote getting in trouble. To foster more trust-based interactions, focused on creating a good foundation for environmental and relational safety. Though you might be certain that your child's environment is safe, it's important to tend to your child's internal experience of safety and make sure your child actually feels safe. So as a foundation, make sure your child's environment is generally predictable. You can start by helping your child with the three kinds of transitions they'll encounter in life. Daily transitions, significant life transitions, and developmental transitions. So as a foundation, make sure your child's environment is generally predictable. You can start by helping your child with the three kinds of transitions they'll encounter in life, daily transitions, significant life transitions, and developmental transitions. For everyday transitions from one activity to another, give your child a heads up about what's going to happen next. Some kids are fine, 
with one five-minute warning that it will soon be time to leave the playground. But other kids might need several countdown reminders like 20, 10, 5, 3, and one-minute warnings to make a smooth transition into or out of an activity. Major life transitions like the first day in a new school or the first dental appointment can be stressful for children. Using books to spark discussion or telling your own stories about your own first times can help kids process upcoming or past events. Help your child make a book telling the story of a major happening in their life that's already happened or a story about what will happen in an experience they'll soon have. Developmental transitions like moving from childhood to adolescence can also be made less harrowing by remembering to keep what stability you can during these periods of upheaval. Having regular family dinners or other family traditions and rituals can be a beacon of light in the stormy and confusing time of puberty. Sensory deficits can also be a source of stress for a child who has difficulty integrating sensory information. If your child is sensitive to the way clothing feels on their body, doesn't seem to know their own strength, or melts down in loud or bright or busy environments, you might consider having them evaluated by an occupational therapist to see if they might be struggling with a sensory processing disorder. Kids who have sensory challenges may act out reflexively and defensively when they're stressed by sensory over- or under-stimulation. Making adjustments to your child's sensory environment can contribute to your child's felt sense of safety. Prioritizing healthy eating, appropriate amounts of sleep, and regular physical exercise also contribute to meeting your child's basic physical needs and help to provide a foundation upon which environmental and relational safety are most easily maintained. Don't forget to meet your own basic needs as well. You may need to build in support for your own daily and life transitions and sensory needs, and make sure your own nutrition, sleep, and exercise needs are met as well. The next thing you can do is focus more on relational connection than behavioral correction. Instead of habitually aiming to get your kid to do what you want them to do, make your relationship with your child the focus of your interactions. When you have the internal bandwidth to make or take opportunities for silly, joyful, and fun times together, do. Every time you connect with your child in playful ways, it can actually help you become more attuned to who they are. Plus, your child feels more open to showing you who they are. Engaging playfully with your child eases tension and fear that may have crept into your relationship if you've previously used a lot of consequences, punishments, and knee-jerk yelling lecturing and shaming. And even if you don't have it in you to be silly, try to begin to see your child and their behavior, whatever it is, in a positive light. They're simply trying to get their needs met, however unskillfully they may be doing that. Try to give them the benefit of the doubt. Save big money in your next project with help from Menards. Move water where you need it quickly with a Barracuda sump pump. Some pumps keep your basement dry when big storms hit unexpectedly. Get a half-horsepower cast-iron Barracuda sump pump on sale now through May 5th. Hurry into Menards. And don't forget to check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. 
But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. The days are officially getting longer, and while there may be a bit more daylight, do you still feel like there isn't enough time to do things like plan and shop for healthy meals? Hungry Root is your partner in healthy living. It's the easiest way to get fresh, high-quality groceries and simple, healthy recipes delivered to your door. Take a fun, short quiz, and Hungry Root will get to know your health goals, your tastes, the appliances you use, and more. Then, they'll build you a personalized cart with all your grocery needs for the week, along with delicious recipe recommendations to put those groceries to good use. Everything from Hungry Root follows a simple standard. It's got to taste good, be quick to make, and contain whole, trusted ingredients. Save hours planning, shopping, and cooking. Hungry Root delivers food you'll love. As a busy parent striving for healthier eating, Hungry Root has been a game changer for our family. Our box was filled with fresh, high-quality ingredients and simple recipes tailored to our tastes and preferences. One feature we particularly loved was the ability to customize our meals by swapping ingredients, making mealtime exciting and adaptable to our needs. Ordering was a breeze, and the convenience of having everything delivered to our door saved us valuable time. Hungry Root truly made our weekly meals easier and better, allowing us to enjoy nutritious and delicious dishes without the stress of planning and shopping. Right now, Hungry Root is offering Project Parenthood listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com Parenthood to get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com Parenthood. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. The more your child comes to expect that they'll have neutral to positive interactions with you, the less their fight-flight-freeze reactions will fire up. So engage them playfully as much as possible. Even if you have to be firm and set hard limits sometimes, revert right back to playfulness as soon as you can. And the last thing you can focus on is improving challenging behaviors both proactively and responsively. If losing your cool ending up in power struggles, and giving out punishments that are hard to follow through with and mostly make your child angry without improving their behavior much, are interactions you're ready to leave behind, you're going to need better options. What's more effective for challenging behaviors is staying connected with your child and helping them learn more appropriate behaviors at the same time. Ideally, the best way to handle problematic behavior is to prevent it in the first place. A child who knows that their basic internal and external needs will be taken care of, and who consistently has a felt sense of safety in their relationship with you, already has a full enough cup. That challenging behavior will simply happen less often. So proactive parenting involves creating that predictable and nurturing environment I've been describing in this episode. Responsive parenting involves encouraging positive behavior from your child while maintaining connection with them, such that they leave the interaction feeling content 
rather than shamed or discouraged. Your focus isn't simply ending the behavior in the moment, but for your child to learn and eventually master important life skills, all while strengthening your relationship in the process. When your child is doing or saying something that doesn't work for you, use a playful, kind, or at least firm but neutral tone of voice as a nurturing way to remind a child what behavior would be more appropriate. Remember to tell kids what to do instead of what not to do, and use go-to language and phrases that you can return to again and again that convey the idea, this is how we do things in the culture of our caring and respectful family. For instance, using the words gentle and kind are ways to alert a child who has still developing self-awareness that they might soften the force that they're using with their body or their touch or the tone of their voice. Whoops, I can't let you touch the baby like that, you might say while removing their hand from the baby's body. And then gently touch their arm and demonstrate gently touching the baby's arm as you say, you need to use gentle hands. If your kiddo is trying to motivate you to help them in some way by using a demanding tone that rubs you the wrong way, instead of refusing to help until they ask, quote-unquote, nicely, you can simply say, ah, you'd like some water, please? Sure, I'll get that for you. Or, sure, when you want some water, you can say, Papa, may I have some water, please? Or even give them some information about yourself as you walk over to get their cup by saying, you know, I prefer to be spoken to with kinder words and a gentler voice. Otherwise, I just don't feel so helpful. Next time you can say, can I have some water, please, mama? Here you go. You can help your child accept a no by using many, many more yeses. When your child asks for ice cream first thing in the morning, you can say, sure, you can have some tonight. When they ask for more screen time when their time is up for the day, you can respond, yep, you're going to have screen time while we're brushing your hair for school in the morning. What are you excited to watch? And as you know... You're not going to become more skillful at creating a deeper connection with your child through everyday interactions without practicing, because practice makes progress. Did you know that when you intentionally try to mirror your child's behavior or physical position in some way, it actually increases their felt sense of safety and their connection to you? This week, try tuning into your child's physical and emotional presence in front of you. Avoid standing over your child and instead get on their eye level or even below that. Sit on the floor if they're in a chair or sit in a chair if they're standing. And while you're on their level, give them warm eye contact so they see in your warm expression and soft eyes that they're valued, protected, cared for, and precious to you. Also try mirroring their behavior and their expression of emotion. If your child is on the floor playing with trucks, get down there and make the same truck noise as they're making. If they're telling you in an angry voice about someone at school saying something snarky to them, match their anger when you respond, well, that wasn't cool, sheesh. Matching their affect and their body language and getting on their level builds trust between you. Test it out and report back. Be patient both with yourself and your child as you build more safety, trust, and connection together. You'll both continue to learn about yourselves, each other, and the relationship as it grows and develops. You'll make progress, and you'll make mistakes. Repair with your child and double down on self-compassion. Kind of intentional and mindful parenting I advocate for in this podcast and in my private practice, and that I strive for in my own parent-child relationship, 
requires a lot of effort in the short run, yet makes for meaningful change and less efforting in the long run. It really does pay to slow down and to try to mindfully tune into your child's words and behaviors in terms of what those things are telling you about your child's inner experience in the present moment. Parenting is so hard, and you need a village because you're not meant to do it all alone. But not every parent you'll meet will be on board with this kind of conscious and deliberate parenting. When you're feeling isolated or misunderstood on your respectful parenting journey, tune in here to Project Parenthood to find inspiration, and use the internet to find local, like-minded parents and professionals to support you as you work to heal yourself and your relationship with your child. I hope that's helpful. You can learn more about my work with parents at www.brooklynparenttherapy.com and on Instagram at BKParents. That's B-K-P-A-R-E-N-T-S. And if you have more questions about creating a more connected relationship with your child or any other parenting questions or stories, leave me a message at 646-926-3243. And be sure to let me know if it's okay to use your voice on the show or send an email to parenthood at quickanddirtytips.com. And don't forget to subscribe to Project Parenthood on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Catch you next week. Project Parenthood is a Quick and Dirty Tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Dan Firebend with script editing by Adam Cecil. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchings. Our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. And our intern is Cameron Lacey. Parents, when you visit California, childhood rules. If you don't remember how awesome childhood is, just ask yourself, What would kids do? Let childhood rule your family vacation. Start planning your trip to the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with Sirius XM's Listen Next program, presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with Sirius XM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Isa as host Isa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.